Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite. It's a single story, a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. We've got one for you today from Nora Dooley. We want to remind you that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites, these mini episodes of the show each week in preparation for our Thursday hour-long episode drop filled with stories for you and your family. And this Thursday, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring you a little bit of one of our sister shows. You know, you've heard us say on the show that we are a production of BYU Broadcasting, that we're pleased and proud to be part of that family of programs. Well, that family of programs includes a lot of shows. Top of Mind with the terrific host Julie Rose, The Lisa Show with the terrific host Lisa Valentine Clark, and Constant Wonder. Constant Wonder is a show that will help you appreciate all of the wonder things in the world. Uh, and the host, of course, is Marcus Smith. And we're going to bring you on Thursday a little bit of constant wonder. You'll want to join us for a story about a remarkable veterinarian and the good that he is doing in the world. Marcus will join us with his team, and we can't wait to bring that to you on this. Uh, then the next Thursday episode drop will feature a little bit of constant wonder. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our assistant producers, Trent Horton. Trent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. And it's a Nora Dooley story today, yeah? It is. It's called Katarina the Wise. Katarina the Wise. And it's about a woman who can match wits with the king. One of those stories. <laughs> Somebody's got to, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to. I've heard a lot of stories that are very similar to this one, but uh, it's, a, it's a fun retelling of it. Katarina the Wise. Nora Dooley is the storyteller, and we're happy to bring it to you here on The Appleseed. Katarina the Wise, Farmer's Daughter. Once, a poor farmer was hoeing in his field when his hoe struck something metal. He dug around and uncovered a beautiful golden bowl and brought it home immediately. Look at this, daughter, he said. I will bring this to the king, for surely it must be his, and he will reward me. His daughter admired the bowl, but she said, Papa, Papa, aspetta, wait a minute. Think. Anyone can see that this bowl once had a top. The first thing the king will say, after he says thank you, will be, where's the top? Oh, don't be silly, daughter, said the farmer. And he brought the bowl to the king the very next day. And what did the king say but? Thank you very much, peasant, but where is the golden top to my golden bowl? And the farmer hit himself in the forehead and said, ah, that's just what she said you'd say. Who is this who knew what I would say, said the king. Oh, your majesty, that's my daughter, Katerina, said the farmer. She is known far and wide for her wit. I should have listened to her. Is that so, said the king. Well then, take this message to your wise peasant girl. I want to see her when she has made me 20 linen shirts for my palace guard. And the king put a bag of flaxseed in the farmer's hand. Tell her I want them tomorrow. And my word is law. Oh, dear, said the farmer. And oh, dear, again, he said when he returned home and told his daughter what had happened. It's even worse than you thought. Now I have you in trouble, too. And he told his daughter the king's wishes, but she just laughed. She gave her father an acorn and this message for the king. 
Tell the king, she said, here is an acorn. The very day he makes an oak loom for weaving, from this acorn I will finish his shirts for him. Well, her father was frightened to bring her answer, but the king was so pleased with her words that he asked to meet this Katerina. Tell your daughter, peasant, that she must come to my palace when it is neither night nor day. She must come neither riding nor walking. She should be neither hungry nor fed, neither naked nor clothed. And she must be here tomorrow. My word is law. Hearing this next challenge, Katerina smiled, and after thinking a bit, she laughed. Not to worry, father, she said. And that night, she rose before the dawn, well before the dawn, and she prepared for her visit. She chewed at a pea pod and spit out the rest. She wrapped herself in a fishnet and tied the net to the saddle of her donkey, and so she was dragged and hopped, and she left in the dark of the night. She arrived at the palace just before dawn, when it is neither full night nor yet day's beginning. Well, the king was delighted. He had Katerina dressed in the finest silks, and they spent the day talking and laughing. The king decided to marry her the very next day, and a great feast was ordered for the celebration. Everyone was invited. The king told Katerina that although she would then be queen, his word was still law, and she must never, ever poke her nose in his business or judgments. And Katerina agreed. Her father was worried, and he said, oh, You know what, Katerina, I'm going to save your rake and hoe and your work clothes, because I know this kind of good luck cannot last for the likes of us. You and your big mouth will be home soon enough. Oh, Papa, said Katerina, and she gave him a hug. The festivities for the wedding filled the town, and the inns were overfull. One farmer had brought a pregnant cow into town to sell and had to spend the night in the piazza next to a wagoner. In the night, his cow gave birth to a new calf, and she was under the wagon. The wagoner, the owner of the wagon, claimed that he was also the owner of the new calf. The owner of the cow couldn't believe it. He raged and spluttered, and the wagoner argued and argued. Their quarrel grew so fierce that a huge crowd gathered, and finally they were dragged into the king's court of justice. Well, the king was preoccupied with his wedding plans and gave the case little attention. Since the wagoner was the calmer of the two men, he gave this decision. Fine, fine, the calf goes with the cart. Well, the owner of the cow couldn't stand it. So he snuck back into the palace and found Katerina alone. He told her the whole story, and she gave him this advice. I tell you what you must do. Go out to where the king hunts every morning. There is the dry riverbed, and it meets the road. Bring your nets for fishing. When the king comes, he will laugh at you and ask why you are fishing in a dry river. And you will say this. Your Highness, if a cart can give birth to a cow, then rocks can spawn fish, and I intend to catch some. It happened just as Katerina said it would, except uh, that the king guessed it was Katerina that the farmer had been talking to, especially since when asked, the farmer did not deny it. So the king reversed his decree and returned the calf to him. And he returned to the palace in a rage and called Katerina, You! You have meddled in my judgments. I forbade it. 
it is now back to your farm and your father you can go. And you may take one thing, only one, take the thing you care about most home with you and leave at once. Katerina said, I will do as you wish, Majesty. But why don't you let me leave tonight, after dinner, when no one is about? It will be less embarrassing for us both. The king agreed, and he also agreed to a last dinner which she proposed. Katerina had a heavy and salty meal prepared, and she served the king herself, pouring generous glasses of wine with each course. The king was melancholy and ate and drank quite a lot, and soon enough he fell asleep and was snoring like a pig. Katerina called the servants in and ordered them to carry the king, chair and all, to her father's tiny house in the country. There she put him to bed. In the morning, the king awoke to the braying of a donkey and the cluck of chickens, and, and he had a sore back from the thin mattress, and he said, Katerina, Katerina, where am I? And she said, We are home, your highness. You said that I should return home with the one thing I loved most. I took you home, and I'm keeping you. Well, the king laughed and laughed, and of course they made up. They went back to the royal palace, where they still live today, judging and arguing, laughing and loving together. Katerina the Wise, the name of that story. And it was told for you by Nora Dooley. It's part of a collection of old tales. Uh, every one of them is a delight. Trent, thanks for bringing that one to us. Yeah, of course. And where does that story take you as you listen to it? You know, I really like in the end she says um, something along the lines of they lived together um, judging and laughing and arguing <laughs> still. And I've been married for a couple years. And... Um, I really like that message because it's a lot of times in stories and stuff, it's it ends with that passionate kiss or or they fall in love and they live happily ever after, but they don't ever tell you what happily ever after means. <laughs> right. And um, I think I think it can I think we can all benefit from the knowledge that like, you know, even with the people you're closest to, sometimes you're going to disagree, but there's always the chance to come back and laugh and love, and grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that in. Every day of every relationship. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I I love that old tale uh, with with so much wisdom for 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 now, you know. And you are left that not so much a a, a happily uh, well, you're left with a happily ever after moment. Mm-hmm. But it's as you describe, you get just a little bit of a look at what happily ever after looks like, mm-hmm. you know. Especially in these days, as you look around at, oh, I don't know, so many Facebook images or whatever, you know, and you see people, you see the manicured presentation of so many happy ever afters, right? Yeah, you only see the laughing and the loving part. Yeah, right. And you find yourself thinking, good heavens, my life doesn't feel like those photos look, mm-hmm. right? And of course, if you could look into that life, you'd realize their life doesn't look like the doesn't feel like the photos look either, yep, right? Yeah. Exactly, right. Yeah. We all face all kinds of challenges and are also recipients of all kinds of joy and blessings too. 
What a pleasure to share that story with you. Trent, thanks for bringing it to us. And thanks for having me. And of course, on Thursday, join us for a little something special. Instead of an original Appleseed episode filled with the kind of stories that we bring you in each episode of The Appleseed, we're going to bring you a little bit of one of our sister programs produced by BYU Radio, Constant Wonder, a show that will help you look in awe on the wonderful world around you. And uh, we can't wait to do that. Uh, Join us on Thursday. I'm Sam. Campaign. And I can't wait to be with you again on the Apple Seed. Thanks for joining us for a bite. Brought to you by the Apple Seed.